0: Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators, from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome everyone to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits that help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. Earlier this year, Microsoft announced a massive investment and partnership into OpenAI. Through this partnership, product features like Copilot, which is an AI-powered assistant, are being accessible through Dynamics 365 solutions like sales, service, marketing, and supply chain. We've had some amazing guests on the show that have broken down what those features are and how much potential value those features hold for end users. Well, KJ and I wanted to do this episode a bit differently. Between the two of us, we wanted to discuss the idea of whether or not AI is overrated. Are we all victims of recency bias? Is the technology even worth the hype? We discuss these questions and more on this week's episode. Ultimately, we'd love to hear from all of you. Do you agree that AI is overrated, or are you bullish on the technology and the future of AI? Share your thoughts with us on our LinkedIn page. Send us an email at digestibledynamics at Microsoft.com. Or if you want to come onto the show to discuss AI, we'd be happy to have you on. This episode is going to round out season four for us on the Digestible Dynamics podcast. KJ and I will be taking some time off and we'll kickstart season five at the beginning of August. Thank you all for being great listeners and even better fans. We'll see you all next month. Have a great summer. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. Now, KJ and I have been on this exploration tour, if you will, of AI and Copilot and how that benefits and is valuable to Dynamics 365 customers. I know myself and KJ have had plenty of conversations with our customers in the field where they're wanting to learn more about AI, how it's going to be beneficial to use Copilot, things of that nature. But we wanted to take a step back and really converse with each other to understand is AI overrated? It's something that we wanted to explore, some thoughts that we had that we wanted to share with all of you. So KJ, when you hear a question like, is AI overrated? What comes to mind first?
1: Well, great, great question there, Kevin. Um, You know, I don't think AI is overrated. Um, I think it just needs to be used in the right context. And so if you look, it really kind of breaks down into five different areas, right? You have your potential versus that current state, which is really about impacting the life, right? Maybe it's healthcare or transportation, or maybe even an entertainment industry, right? Um, but it might not live up to the some of the hype that you know some of the people have uh, in people's view for that. But then you also think about some of the benefits and the drawbacks, right? Uh, benefits, automation, right? Uh, Agreed. You about insights for larger data sets and some of the capabilities the large language translation uh, helping you format emails or uh, let's say sprucing up your your verbiage or a letter that you're writing a page or dissertation whatever it may be it's an assistant right uh, some of the drawbacks it's it could be taking out of context think about college students uh, are they are they using this to fully write their paper? What are they actually point. learning? And so I think those are some of the drawbacks. You think about some of the realistic expectations. People think this is going to do their job for them, right? Um, and so that's that's one of the things I see. Um, people think that this is going to take over their job, uh, but it really can lead to a lot of Disappointment. This again is an assistant. This is not something that's going to take your job. Um, you think about the technical limitations. And although we've made some amazing strides, there's still some technical challenges to overcome, really. Uh, you think about some of the current AI systems in the world, and <clears throat> they can't reason as a human does. So you take that human factor, their errors that we have that make us human, that make us great. And, hey, it might not look great. Let's just say an umpire on the mound calls that a strike instead of a ball or vice versa, right? That could change the outcome of a game. But this is why you have debates in SportsCenter and all of those different types of uh, mediums to discuss this, you know, discuss those refs or that bad call to – to then hopefully invoke change, right? That's what we want. And then you think about the ethical and the societal implica- implica- implications, uh, <laughs> since I can't speak today. Um, you know, think about biased in AI systems. Well, what is the some of the potential misuse in AI? And then you think about the impact on jobs. That's super huge. So I think... Around those five things, potential versus current, benefit and drawbacks, realistic expectations, technical limitations, and ethical and societal implications, I think those are the five things that I don't think have AI as an overrated tool. I think this allows it to continue to evolve and become that true assistant that we need in our lives to do tasks that maybe we're just not good at right? Um, mm-hmm. But it can enhance and make us more efficient as as a whole.
0: Love that. And thank you for bringing up those five pillars, if you will, which we'll use for our discourse of of kind of analyzing or providing our thoughts on whether or not it's overrated. I feel that there is, because it's such a popular and hot topic, uh, plenty of executives feel like it can be a panacea or this uh, one remedy that solves everything. And I love the enthusiasm of the, the uh, wanting to jump right in with AI. I do think that as of now, AI, even more so rather, is becoming more and more of a, a, a nebulous term. Mm-hmm. You can go in so many directions with right. AI that you need to first take a step back and understand your existing processes that need to be revamped. Or re-strategized and figure out. Okay, do we even really need AI in this context? Because I think thinking about the potential that AI can provide and the current state that your that your business is in, AI can be useful. Absolutely, can it can make your line of business users operate with greater efficiency, with deeper insights that are matching with the hyper personalization expectations that customers have when it comes to a customer experience. Uh, We see it in our personal lives, right? We're more and more frustrated when a email comes in that's not personalized. And like, I've purchased products for me. Why are you sending me this product I've already purchased? We're past that now, right? We expect more. So thinking about what your customers need and how you're doing things today, maybe interjecting AI isn't the actual remedy that you need to solve it. Can it be helpful? Sure, but there are levels to things like technology architecture. It may overcomplicate things and make things a bit more difficult. So I think thinking about where you want to go versus what your current state is, is a very, very useful thought in the idea of whether or not you need AI. And that piggybacks off of the idea of benefits versus the drawbacks. Mm-hmm. What are the current benefits of introducing AI? I mean, what AI really, yes, the chat GPT technology, what? Uh, there's Dolly. There's large language models. There's even there's so much AI that I don't. I I will confidently say I don't know a vast majority of it. Right, right. like everybody else, I'm still learning. But that's the beauty of it. The resources are more and more abundant of learning what's out there. And some uh, great places to to look things up are the podcast, YouTube channels, a lot of people talking about because it it's a hot topic. So I, I do think that that is a great thing, uh, even if. Like if you look at it as in a way a fad, the benefit of it being a fad at the moment is that you can gather so much more information that much faster. I personally use the new Bing. It gives you like those 30 questions. I feel like I can learn a sufficient amount of information in 30 questions. Plus, it provides you with the, the resources where it's pulling that information from and synthesizing that answer. So that's a, a just a hack that I use on a daily basis when I have a question about something specific. Uh, no, that's good. I just hope you're yeah, yeah. not using wiki pages, that's all. <laughs> Definitely not using wiki pages. I don't even know if it will connect to that. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so when, when customers are talking to you about AI KJ. How do you typically handle that type of a conversation?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's relatively easy question. Where do you want to go? Where are you looking to go? It's, it's not about me truly sitting down and saying, Hey, this is what AI does or whatnot. Everybody has done their reading. Everybody hears the reports. Everybody is doing the research themselves, right? Um now I may get the uh, I may get an ask, uh, simplify this for me, right? And that's totally fine. That's what what we do as sales folks, right? is simplify. Um, but really it's it's about how does this going to work in my processes? right? Just exactly what you said earlier, how is this going to interject in my processes and make it easier for my users, my end users, to actually use our technology internally and externally? I think that is the the main question that I see. And, you know, really how we answer that is it can do a multiple of things. And so everybody believes that when we look at Azure OpenAI, it's going out to the internet, we're gonna train the model. I think that's the biggest and probably the most Biggest question I get all the time Uh, (laughs) is... Yeah, me too. is Is my internal data training the model? It's not, right? We have a ton of guardrails as an Azure platform around ChatGPT to allow us to really focus on and interject ChatGPT open AI to your specific use case. And that is where I think a lot of people misinterpret what the technology is here to do. Um, So we just continue to educate, you know, our our C-level execs. And it's not just them. It's the engineers. It's, you know, your customer success folks. It's your support staff. Everybody involved is worried about, is my job going to be taken? No, it's going to enhance your processes. You're going to be able to use natural language. You're going to be able to really... Make yourself a little bit more efficient if you weren't if, if it took you five hours to get tasks done before, maybe now it takes you only two. maybe even less than that because you've automated some of those processes in 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 the steps. and that I would be open to that as long as it makes my job easier. I can now look and do things that I've been thinking about for this role, right? And really just taking my role and taking it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And That's, that's really yeah. how I think about it. Yeah, I love that. And you said a couple
0: of things that I want to touch on. Uh, when we think about the data piece, I've had more, a handful of conversations where the director of technology or CIO have, have come on the call and said, we've turned off and blocked chat GPT from being used internally within our organization because uh, we found out that some of our users or we're afraid that our users are giving the large language model proprietary information. And that is a 100% fair thought, because if you're utilizing that technology, that's exactly what you're doing. You're teaching it based off of information that you're feeding it. Uh, and that is 100% a fair concern where, where Microsoft uh, differs is the large language model. if for example, with Copilot that you have, is your large language model, right? Right. It's going to learn in your context. It's going to learn based off of your data. It's not going to then leak it out to, to benefit the greater whole of society in terms of AI. Nope. It's just making your organization better and faster. Uh, when I think of whether something is overrated, I think about its usability. And if I compare it to something like, uh, and this is not me talking down to technology, but just kind of giving a different perspective. When I think of like the metaverse or mixed reality, the thing about those two things is it's rather esoteric in in how uh, specialized its uh, usage is. And especially when you think about how expensive things like the HoloLens was to, to acquire and get on your hands to use. Businesses are looking at that like, ah, is it really worth the investment?" And don't get me wrong, the technology is fantastic, especially from a field service perspective. But when we think about and compare it to uh, ChatGPT, for example, the accessibility is it's not there. The accessibility for ChatGPT is fantastic. We, I think, it reached a hundred million users in like two months or something like that, right? So, because you have that massive, widespread usability of a technology. I don't think that it is overrated. Uh, It really has the potential to uh, make our lives that much more efficient. And I can see the term AI or chat GPT kind of becoming ubiquitous with productivity. That's the direction that, that I can see. It's not meant to replace you in any way, shape or form, but it can make you that much better. Maybe you're stuck on how should I write this email? Well, there you go. Right. How should I answer this question? I'm I I got asked this question. And this is an objection. How should I handle this? Whatever the case may be, and if you combine it within Copilot, utilizing let's say historic customer discussions, that's going to have that context to help you get over that hump and provide a different talking point to your customer that can help push a deal over the line or help uh, improve the overall CSAT in the context of customer service.
1: No, I totally agree. I think one more thing that uh, a lot of people don't really understand is you could just take your thoughts, however sporadic they are. And I have a whole lot of sporadic ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I take it and I really just to gel things together sometimes. And maybe I need a format, right? Once I have a format, that example, I'm ready to go. My juices are flowing. And I'm ready to just really, truly continue uh, ideating and refining, right? Uh, maybe it's a wordplay thing. Um, maybe I need to uh, up-level my conversation for an executive. Okay, create your your first paragraph or your first. take your first stab at it, um, copy it, paste it in there, and your prompt, it's really all about the prompts. And I think this is what people don't understand. This is about, it's about the prompts. And so you can say, rewrite for an executive in college level type of writing or reading, right? You can also say, hey, just make this a high school type of, you can also say, well, we need to be, if, if it's about finance, e or finance, we can do that. You can change the way it sounds based on a prompt. And now you have final edit authority. And that's what I don't think people understand is you, the individual humans, the errors that we always like to throw out, right? That are highlighted in, in life, right? We get the opportunity to say, okay, I need to make this change and make it this better because I want to say X, X, Instead of Z. Right. And I think that's where we need to get to is let this be this that assistant for you with your final authority. So think of it mm-hmm. as having a child, having a dog, having a cat. You have to tell them what to do. You have to continue to clean up after them and so forth. Well, at some point, that child, dog, well, that child anyway grows up, goes away, but they still call back to say, hey, I need some help. I need to refine something. And that is exactly what we do in life is we continue to refine, refine, and get better and get better and get better. So the more you refine, the better you're going to be, but then the better output you're going to have for your business, company, so forth. Love it. So
0: what do you all think? Do you think that AI is overrated? Are KJ and I out of our minds saying that we don't think it's overrated? We'd love to hear from you, uh, especially in the context of, hey, how are you using AI? Is it beneficial to you? Where do you see it going? Join us on our, our prediction. We can look back at this in a year and maybe KJ and I are completely off base, but that's the beauty of being in the present and being surrounded by all this awesome technology that... Uh, we have access to and can utilize to help us learn more, be better, and gather deeper insights so that we can spend more time doing what we really jo- enjoy and fulfills us most so thank you everybody for especially for a great season four uh this was a great episode for us to end season four on we will be back sometime in august we're going to take a little break now live life uh to the fullest on our end and we hope to see you all soon for season five thank you all for being a part of the digestible dynamics journey until next time everybody we'll see you soon
1: Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics podcast, a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, if you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG. At digestible dynamics at Microsoft.com. Until next time, folks.